Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. All right, so like I said, my name is Luis Miramontes, and I run a podcast named uh, The Guide to Your Psychopath. And it's just how our path in life is leading us, or our mind is leading us down a certain path in life. Um, what I would like to do is start from your beginning. Uh, do you know where you were born? I'm born here in California. In California? Yeah. And I'm so. Mexican American native. Oh, you're Mexican American? Mm hmm. Do you know where your parents were born? Or where they're from? Um, my parents are American, Mexican American natives. Too. Natives, okay. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're born here and. Uh, my mom's born here in the States. Okay. My dad is born in Mexico. And uh, like I was saying, you know, um, I was mother and father to my brothers and my sister. Oh, you, you know? were? My dad was always out working, you know. Long hours? We, well, we was poor, you know, yeah. growing up. Yeah. And... Uh, Yeah, thank God, you know, that all my brothers and sisters, you know, they're still doing good. So you growing up poor, you were the oldest of, you said, nine? I'm the oldest out of nine. Out of nine. Yeah. And uh, that was quite, how old were you when you had to start taking care of your brothers and sisters? Man, I was young, bro. Freaking! I remember living in Houston, uh -huh. and it was only me, my three sisters, and my mom. And my mom used to work at a store across the street. Yeah. And my dad, he was always out and about doing his thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, we freaking we end up here in Mycelia. They brought they brought you out here, okay. You know what I mean? I'm here in Mycelia, freaking going to school, going to Mineral King School. And then from Mineral King School, I moved to Farmersville. Farmersville, yeah. And I went to school in Farmersville. Went to school at Exeter. Graduated continuation. You know, got my GED. How was uh, going to, to school when you were poor? It was good, bro, because, you know, my dad, mom and dad, finally, you know, we bought a home. Okay. And um, my mom and dad was working at the olive plant. I don't know if you're familiar with the olive the plant. The olive right plant, here. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were both working there, and then for some reason or another, they shut it down, you know? Yes. And from there, we kind of went down, you know, so my dad was doing odd jobs, mechanic and stuff like that, you know. But... um yeah, man, I was a schoolboy, bro. I freaking, um, 
you know, I had good morals and values, you know, took care of my brothers and my sisters, you know, freaking, was, I was there for them. Yeah. You know, no matter what. But, uh, but yeah, man, I managed to freaking, you know. You get your GED uh, from continuation school. I managed to get my GED and get me a job. I mean, working out in the fields, working, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying, uh, in restaurants, and my last job was Walmart uh-huh. distribution center. You know, I managed to freaking buy me a home and be a single parent of my three kids. You know. If, if you don't mind me asking what happened to your the um, mother of your children um, she she got hooked up with some other guy you know and um, I got the hint that man you know stay away because I don't want you to be the cause of us breaking up so yeah. I just I just stayed away you know but I wanted to be there for my kids you know yeah and I was like Man, you know what I mean? I know I got a drinking problem. You know, I like smoking weed, whatnot. But, hey, just bring them to me to the park. That's all I want, you know? Yeah. My kids, you know, I drink and I smoke. They don't care, you know what I mean? They just want to be with me. But, like I said, I got the impression that, you know what? Don't push the issue on that. You know, I want to make a new life for myself. So I just, all right, you know, God bless you. You know, God bless you, my kids, and him, you know? Oh, okay. You know, and so, I mean, you know, it took me, it it hurt to let her go, you know what I mean? My kids, you know, because we had a maid. Yeah. You know, but I mean, she left me for another guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, It happens in life, you know, but... But here I am, freaking uh, alcoholic, freaking can't find myself, you know. The dude that I want to find is the guy that was going to work at Walmart and had his house and didn't care about the world, didn't care about anything else. I can't find that guy. What changed, though? I mean, why did it change? Uh, my drug addiction, my ex-heroin addict. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, I was into how drugs. Did, how, how did you get introduced to heroin? Uh, believe it or not, um, I was thinking about this the other day. I joined, uh, I was into sports in high school. Mm-hmm. What kind of sports? You know, anything that they would offer out yeah. that we could join, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try polo, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, one day in practice, in polo, you know what I'm saying, swimming practice, I do off the, the diving pole, the, the diving board into the pool, and I went all the way down to the bottom of the pool. And you're not supposed to go all the way down to the bottom of the pool. If you do, you're supposed to come up slow, right? Yeah, yeah. Because your ears will pop. Well, that started happening. So what I did is I, I freaking went back down, all the way back to the bottom of the pool. 
And I was like, damn, man, I'm gonna push myself up slow, you know? And then as I was pushing myself up slow on the side of the pool, my freaking something sliced my freaking, not my big toe, but the toe next to it. Yeah. It sliced it. Like the shocking of the pool. Yeah. And freaking. And then I came slowly, right? And my ears still popped. And there was blood everywhere in the pool. Oof. I mean, all my peers in there, you know, they were out. What the heck? The pool's all bloody. What's going on? What's happening? You know? And freaking, finally, I made myself out of it. And uh, the the nurse, she was so good that she stitched me up right there and then. At school? At school. She no stitched shit. me up. Because she's like, by the time you get to the hospital, you're going to be bleeding a lot. So she's, so I must have cut some attendant or something on my toe, you know what I mean? Yeah. She had to stop the bleeding. Yeah. So she recommended me go to the doctor, and the doctor rec- he prescribed me coatings. Yeah. Coatings number fours, I think it was. Yeah. And I was like, man, I found the love of my life. <laughs> coatings number four. And then from there, I went to uh, heroin, you know. So when you pills. got when you when you took those pills and you wanted to go find more, you took to the street or. Um, did you know some people? I, you know how it is. I just, you know, what I'm saying. It's, you know, you, you you just. You just find it. You just find it. You yeah. Know what I mean, you know. You just ask and, you know, it, it it just comes out, you know what I mean? You know, at least people you respect that has it, have it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, man, freaking. So you started on the coding. I started on the coding and then freaking. Did you do anything else other than the heroin? Uh, cocaine. And cocaine? I would do Belushi's, heroin and cocaine. Oh. And, uh. Go ahead, brother. Take a drink. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's called, uh, Belushi's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. It's a Belushi because they call it, like, you know, the, the weather balloon is like a Belushi. Goes up and down, you know what I mean? Yeah. A Belushi, it's like a... Yeah. It's an actual word, a Belushi. Uh-huh. But it's a foreign word. It means up and down. A Belushi, you know? Okay. And yeah, I would freaking... Uh, I would mix up the Coke and the heroin together, and you know what I mean? Cook it up. Take all the cut out of it. Yeah. You know? And throw the cotton in it. And get my syringe, and then pick up the good stuff. Yeah. And all the cut stays on the bottom. When you use the, the cotton. cotton. It stays in the bottom, yeah. Yeah. It's a preservative. Yeah. You know how beer has preservatives. Food has preservatives. Well, so does our drugs, you know, has preservatives. And a lot of people don't realize that you're supposed to take the cut out of it. Because if not, the cut will get you sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And a lot of people that don't know how to cook up the drugs or use drugs. You know, there's a uh, a doctor out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is uh, Dr. Carl Hart. Mm-hmm. And he talks about a lot about uh, 
So when he was going through college and trying to get his degree in, I think it's biochemistry or something like that. Um, oh, it was chemistry. He was getting his degree in chemistry. He never did drugs until he started looking into it. And so he would get these pure drugs from, I don't know where, but he would get it like pure, right? And so he would try it out little by little. And he said the effects of just the pure drugs itself is okay. That's not what kills you. It's all this other drug dealers and stuff cutting it up and trying to increase their profits. That stuff is what kills you. So when you you say that you put the cotton in there, it keeps all that the the cut down at the bottom. It it keeps all the cut and the preservatives. Yeah. You know. You know your drugs. Once once you become a drug user, you you get the scent of good drugs mm. and the bad drug. You know you know. Right away, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, let me check this out. Nah, this doesn't smell good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna pass on it. You know. I'm yeah. gonna go find the good stuff. You know. I mean, your body chemistry tells you, you know, lets you know. But. Uh, but yeah, man, I was a Heinz 57. I was using pills. I was taking uh, heroin, cocaine, sherm, um, freaking anything that would get me high, man. Yeah. You know, freaking. And that's been my downfall is drugs and alcohol. I mean, I know for a fact that if it wasn't for drugs and alcohol, I would have been a schoolboy. I would have been somebody important, you know, because I had my life. And I, you know what? I still had my life. I had my girlfriend, you know. God, I was 12. She was 13 when we met. You know what I'm saying? Love at first sight and all that. That's where I'm at right there. I'm like, to me, it's like a dream. I can't believe it that my girlfriend, mom, my dad, my brothers, sisters, and me having all these dreams of graduating school, you know, and going to the service and, and marrying my girlfriend and becoming somebody important. Yeah. Just, it's gone, you know? Yeah. I'm like, Lord God, and I still have that zest in me, you know? The longing. I still have that longing in me. It's like, I'm like, ask my Lord God, it's no fair, my Lord God, you know, that my life just changes just because of my choice, just because I chose to freaking party for a little while. And it... And look at me now, I can't let it go, you know? It's like it's become a big part of my life. Yeah. And, and How I'm long like, were you with your girlfriend when you were 12 years old? Oh my God, bro. We was together from junior high, high school. Um, up until we were like 21. You know, and I broke her heart, not on purpose, 
I don't know why I put her to the test. I should have never done that. You know, I said, I asked her to leave and to come back. I'm gonna see if it's really true love or not. And she never came back. Really? I guess I did break her heart, you know? I shouldn't have spoke to her like that, you know? I shouldn't have put her to the test like that. Yeah. Of, And that's one of the things that freaking kills me the, you know, the most is, is she does not deserve what the emotions that I put her through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Us being together all those years and then, you know, and then us getting back together and then me just out of nowhere saying, leave, go. I don't want to be with you right now. Come back tomorrow. And she's like, no, I want to be with you. No, leave. Go. Were you drinking at the time? I had just gotten home partying. Oh, yeah. You know? I had just gotten out of jail. You know what I mean? And freaking, I thought I could freaking do the freaking... you know what I'm saying? I thought I could freaking uh, go and party and then pick up with her. Yeah. Didn't happen that way, bro. Yeah. It backfired on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have freaking ever partied or nothing because I become a hypocrite. You know? Yeah. I was like, you know what I mean? I was in jail talking to her. I'm a Christian. I found God. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't want her to see me that way, you know? I had just gotten home all drunk, smelling like beer, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I don't want, I didn't want her to see me that way, you know? But she didn't deserve that. I'm sure she would have understood if I would have just said, you know what? Come on, baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's what I should have did. You know, but, man, I regret it so much, brother. You know what I'm saying? I should have, I should, I should have been like, what the heck? It's weird though because I got out of jail, right? Right. And then freaking, I went and party with my friends that day. And then I got home, and I forgot. I didn't forget. I knew she was gonna show up, right? Mm. And then she just showed up out of nowhere. And I was like, I just got home all drunk, all coked out, freaking, all blunted. How long were you in jail for? I was in there for like almost like a whole year, almost eight months, I think it was. Like eight months. But, yeah, I think that's one of the most, one of the, one of the most, one of the biggest things that kills me the most is that I broke her heart and she didn't deserve it. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, where's she? And I went looking for her, bro. And her mom and dad, she's not home. She would answer her phone. Nothing, you know? Yeah. And like for almost like six months straight, every day, every day calling. Is she home? No, she's not home. Knocking on the door. 
I go look in her floor at her house. Yeah, they would open the doors. No, she's not home. You know? Yeah. I, I just want to be with her, you know? I'm like, what the heck did I do wrong? You know what I'm saying? You know? It's like, your mom and dad wouldn't want to talk to me, you know? You just pushed her too far. Well, it just happened in the blink of an eye, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when we had our, we were, when there was a, a, a love blessing about to happen, I killed it. Yeah. You know, bottom line, there was no ifs or what about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, going from 12 to, I mean, it doesn't matter the age, but that love relationship me and her had, you know, until the last time we saw each other, yes, it was worth it. And for me, just to kill it like that, just to put it to the test, I thought I was doing something right, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, is that, is that I felt ashamed because, like a hypocrite, I was a man in, in jail, I was, I'm a Christian, I give my life to God, you know? Somebody turned you on that way in, in jail? I mean, you know, when you're in jail, I mean, you're gonna read the, you yeah, either read or you or you work out. Read the Bible, work out. You know yeah. I mean? You know. Or you get into trouble. <laughs> That's. I mean, believe it or not, I did find God in there. Yeah. You do find God. Everybody finds God if you find Him. You know. And that's the thing is that I did find God, and I just threw all that away. You know, I had everything right here, man, and I threw it away. One day to the next gone brother and then to this day I'm like what the heck only if I wouldn't have went out and drank only if I would have stuck with God and my love of my life I don't think I'd be here right now I know for a fact I wouldn't be here right now bro no me and her would still be together right now says man you know Walmart is working for Walmart and you know man I fell in love with that corporation you know how old were you when you started working at Walmart man this was like man bro I wasn't man my early teens bro I was like 27 I think yeah 26 27 Back in, I got hired on 2005, and the last year of work was 2008, and I left on a family leave. What happened? Uh, well, I had an accident outside of the work, mm. and uh, I was like, uh, freaking. Uh, I was on disability for almost like a year, you know, recuperating yeah. from the accident that I had. 
And when I went back to work, my work performance wasn't the same. You know, I was missing work and calling in. You know, was that because you were you were hurting or because you were on drugs or? Because the, the hurting and then at the same time, being hooked on drugs. Yeah. You know. Um, the doctor at the end stopped giving me codeines and Vicodins, you know? Yeah. They only do it for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And that made me turn to drugs. Yeah. You know? And, uh, my work performance freaking sucked. And they were like, you're missing too much work. You're calling in. You're coming in late. You know? And, we said, we're going to give you two options. And, you know, either give us 30 days without calling in and your slate will, will come out fresh or take a family leave. And I was like, I know I'm not going to make it, you know, 30 days straight. I'll yeah. just take the family leave, you know. And, uh, I mean, by that time, I was already drinking and already drugging, you know. Yeah. So I just took the easy, easy way out, you know what I'm saying? And I took the family leave and then uh, everything was all good for a while, you know? And then one day I showed up to my house and it was all boarded up. I was like, what the heck? And I was still living in my home, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but me being on drugs, you know, it was a it was a program, the first time home buyer program, you know? Yeah. I had all these options, you know, just in case if anything was about to lose my job or anything like that. I didn't even look into my options, you know? I didn't look into none of that. And then I was like, went to the city of Porterville where I got my loan. And I'm like, well, we don't know, son, who went in there and, and did that. We're about to find out ourselves. They didn't, they weren't notified themselves neither, you know? Yeah. They're like, we don't know. Well, you know, we got to call the bank and do all this stuff, you know? And then, and then just come back, you know what I mean? And we'll find out. And I never went back, you know? Uh, <laughs> I never went back and, and, you know, that was, and looked into, what year was that? This was like in 2010, I think. Because mm -hmm. I got my home, what? And 2000, no, no, 2005, I think it was, yeah, 2005, I got my home. Oh, that was when the market was really high. No, that's when it was low, the market. Up here? Yeah, that's when. I bought my house at the same time in 2000, in August of 2005. Oh, yeah. And the market was. Was it was high? It was high. Well, my, and then it and then it crashed, like, late 2007, to early 2008 or I think it was in 2008 it crashed mm. so yeah. yeah so I felt that pain too and so in 2010 you were uh, you got evicted from your house and it was yeah back, back in it was like 2010 yeah yeah that's when yeah, because I was coming, I was going back and forth, back and forth, you know. From Portoville from to my, Visalia? Yeah, from Portoville to Visalia, oh. you know. 
Farmersville, you yeah. know, running amok, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, and so you're traveling back and forth, and you just got evicted from your house. Did you stay with friends, or did you stay on the street? What did you start doing? Man, I was out there on the streets, bro. Mom and dad's house. Yeah. You know, cousin's house. Family members' homes, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, you yeah. know? Um, Freaking wherever I could lay my head, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And, and uh... But, uh... But, yeah, man, I freaking... I got real deep into freaking uh, using, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... I didn't know how to quit. Yeah. You know? I wanted to stop, but I couldn't. You know? And... It was, it was rough, man. Freaking, um, just letting go of, you know, having everything and then waking up one day and not having nothing, you know? It, it was hard for me to freaking receive that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for me to soak that in, you know? Yeah, bro. Um, Are you on the streets right now? Right now I'm on the streets. Yeah, How long I'm you on, been on the street for? Man, I discharged felony probation in 2016. They give me two years state, either five years felony probation, two, three years turning point. Or freaking a year with half, or two years state. I just took this two years state, you know. But I ended up doing my time here in the county. Yeah. You know, I uh, they didn't send me up. I didn't go get a number. You know, because of that Prop 64 thing or whatever it's called. You know that freaking. Where they're trying to release uh, nonviolent criminals or whatever. Some, some proposition that yeah. helped me out. They were giving people half time. Yeah. So I got a year with half, and I ended up doing half out of two years. And I dis, I discharged felony probation in 2016 in July. And freaking, I've been out here on the streets ever since, bro. You know? Freaking. Just freaking trying to get my life together you know what I mean yeah you know but freaking uh, I went back to using you know what I'm saying I've been I've been back to using drugs you know and here I am still freaking is it easier to get when you're on the street it's easier to get drugs I'm still here you know what I'm saying you know still using drugs and drinking you know what I mean no judgment you know? from anybody not really, nah. You know what I mean? It's like really 
now reality, you know, now freaking, it's, it's freaking like, people don't give a shit about each other out here no more. No, <laughs> no, they don't. It's freaking weird, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, there's friends that, man, that I've known for a long time and they're not the same. Yeah. It's, it's like that stuff that they use or whatever has freaking burned their brain out or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's weird, they're not the same no more, you know? Something has changed out here, bro. And I, I can't freaking... It's the freaking drugs. That's what it is. You know what I mean? It's not you just know. the drugs, though. It's... So, uh, I don't know. It's, for me, I see a lot of people... Uh, like... Like, let's say, telling the homeless, you don't need to make anything of yourself. Just, we'll take care of you. Just do whatever you want to do and just keep doing that. I see politicians doing that. I see cops ignoring you guys. I see uh, programs that are supposed to be helping you guys just take the money and just give you like a sack lunch or something. I, I see all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. And, you know, for you guys, it's, it's meant for you guys to have all that support from all different kinds of places, and it's not there. Yeah. And so what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to pull yourself up? You know, it takes money to make money. You have to have clothes to go to a job, to look presentable, to earn money. Yeah. You can't look like a homeless dude. Mm. Yeah. It's just, and especially if you're addicted, like, I know I'm an alcoholic. I love to drink. And when I get going, I get going. Mm. And so for you guys to just to stop and then say, okay, now I'm going to be a, uh, a pillar to the community and I'm going to do nice things for people. And so that just changes, changes a lot. Yeah. It changes people's minds. It changes. It, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it does change our brain chemistry. Yeah. You know, it, it, we get used to, um, Smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, drinking, you know, just like we do, we get used to brushing our teeth and taking a shower every day, you know? Yeah. And when we have to do it, if not, we're going to feel dirty. Yeah. Same way, if we don't drink. Or if you don't smoke. smoke. Then we're going to freaking, something's missing, you know? Yeah. You know, that, that's addiction. The thing is, is that people could handle it, and many can't. People can function with it, and, and many can't function. Yeah. You know? And it's a responsibility, mm -hmm. you know, to have an addiction. And, and then again, it takes away, though, from other things that you want to do, you know, because it's recreational, right? Yeah. And like, ma'am, I did my recreation, and then again, darn it, man, I called into work. Hmm. I missed the day of work, you know? Yeah. Just for partying, you know? Yeah. 
darn it, man. And I wasn't even sick. You know what I mean? You know, things like that. You know, but... I mean, yeah, my life's been, it's been rough out here, man. I mean, I hear these voices and I hear these triggers in my mind, you know, these voices, they try to bring me down, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they try to freaking like, I'm like, where the hell these voices come from? Is it negativity? It's all negative, negative stuff. Yeah. I'm like. Man, I don't need this negative stuff coming towards me, you know? Yeah. And then again, I'm like, all right. I'm just going to use it for positive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Turn it and turn that negative energy into positive energy, you know? And use it for the good and not think nothing bad about it, you know? Why? Because I don't want no drama, you know? Yeah. I don't want no havoc in my life. You know, it's that I put myself through it enough already, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I think just automatically, just because I'm out here drinking and partying, I think I'm already putting myself through it, you know, because I just don't like a sore thumb, you know what I mean? Like, look, this guy's all drinking, smoking weed, you know? People are going to go by thinking different things about me, you know what I mean? Or shouting this and that, you know? You get a lot of harassment from people that aren't homeless? I get like a, like a, not harassment, but like freaking, like, man, dude, like, liven up, man. Yeah. Get a job or you could do better for yourself, you know? And it could be people, friends of mine, probably, that probably don't even recognize what I mean. Yeah. You know, that are telling me to, you know what I'm saying? You know, kicking me in the butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, get yourself together, man. Do something with yourself. You could do it, man. It's weird. I just, I can't find myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's weird. It's like a part of me. I don't know where I'm at, you know? It's like, what the That heck? you're what? That you're bad? It's like, I don't know where I'm at. Oh, that you don't it's know like, where you're like, at. There's a part of me, inside of me, I can't find myself. It's like, I don't feel like I'm me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? And I ask myself, where's this dude at? Where did you go, man? Where you at, dude? I can't even feel you, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's weird, huh? Yeah. It's like, I can't even feel myself, like, you know? Yeah. I, I can't explain it, bro, but it's like, it's weird, it's like. You've been you somebody know, different for that long that that other person is lost. It, it feels like I don't even exist, you know what I mean? Like I'm not even living, you know? Yeah. It's like, where's that other guy that you used to look yourself in the mirror and be like, so proud of that dude? Yeah. You know, and like, where is that guy at, you know what I mean? Everywhere you go, you know what I mean? Life was different. It was good, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, who is that dude? I don't even recognize myself, bro. And that freaking, that right there, it freaking, man, bro. It freaking, it gets me pissed off. You know what I mean? Because look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, dude, who are you, dude? 
You're not the same dude I used to know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you believe that, bro? I can believe it. And I never was like that, bro. Uh, it's like, I look at myself, who is that dude? I don't recognize that dude, man. And where did you go, dude? The other dude. The dude I knew. You know what I mean? The responsible I'm, one. I'm questioning myself, you know? Yeah. I'm like, where is this guy at, man? And I can't believe it. That's really happening. So, man. To her, before, every time I would look at myself in the mirror, yeah, that's that dude. I'm proud of that guy. Yeah. But I look at him and like, I don't know who you are, I don't know who he is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy times when you uh, you go through so much and you just don't know who you've become. Is that? Yeah, that's true, bro. It's weird, bro. Life is sometimes. I don't understand life sometimes, man. Yeah. Freaking. This is kind of weird, bro. This is this is weird, bro. The way you, I mean, it's just kind of weird how you know this podcast. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, this wasn't the this isn't the first time I I was asked about it. Really? I ain't gonna say where or when or what. But yeah, there was this young guy. You know, he was, uh, but he was literally doing it because he was doing an experiment. Yeah. Like a, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, uh, gentleman he was uh, he was literally freaking you know those little things that that you put up in a hurricane or a tornado right no you don't know what I'm talking about no no Anyways, okay. This guy, again, I guess what he does is he goes around, right, um, putting, like, little podcasts, like, little, like, freaking, what can I say? Like, little, like, little sensors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like... Like little, like jars, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what this guy does is freaking, he takes them and he, right? He takes them and he freaking uh, spreads them all over in an airplane, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just lets them drop. Yeah. And see where the air is going to take them to, you know? They're little sensors. Like, like yeah, little yeah, yeah. pod, little sensors. Yeah. And just to see where they're going to go, you know? Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, this this guy, one time he freaking, uh, he was talking to me and he was asking me his opinion of what do I think of, you know, um, these little pod broadcast sensors, you know what I mean? What are they used for? He said, a lot of them are used for, like, to freaking, uh, somebody walking behind Yeah. Somebody, somebody, you know, detecting weather or, you know, uh, or to freaking, uh, to detect the moisture in the air. Yeah. In the clouds and mm -hmm. stuff like that, you know. I didn't even know people did such thing like that. Uh -huh. You know, that they would literally, you know, put little sensors and stuff like that. And, you know, dude releases them up into the air. I don't know how. He didn't explain to me how. Yeah. But he says he releases them into the air, into the atmosphere. You know, and they're giving him readings of the moisture, the air, What's in the air, the enzymes, the oxygen, uh, Fahrenheit, Celsius. All that stuff. All that good stuff, you know? Yeah. The, the smog that's in the air, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And, uh, And this was just, this was this kind of reminds me of. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the day that I ran into that guy, and literally he had a big old freaking bag, bro, like full of like little things. Yeah. That would look like had little propellers in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like little propellers, like you know, like you could freaking throw it in a wall. Yeah. Like fly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like he called them little pods. So, yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, talking. About, I don't know if you're familiar. No, I, with I, it, I, yeah, I've seen them. You've seen them. Yeah, how I've people, seen them. How they keep track. I don't know. If they're, yeah, they're sensors. They're mm -hmm. sensors. That's what yeah, it yeah. is. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And. Um, and so he was asking your opinion about that. He was asking me my opinion of, of what I thought, what I think of these pod things. Yeah. Because he says that the government is or something against them. You know. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they do it under their jurisdiction, you know? Yeah. And when they do it, they, I guess the government gets mad because it hits the radar or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, it affects the radar. It affects yeah. the radar, yeah. Because they're like, what the heck is all this stuff flying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just a bunch of, you know, college kids, university kids doing their things, you know? They're doing their experiments. Doing experiments, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and he asked me, well, what, do you thought, what do you think about it? You think we have the right to do it or not? I was like, well, the practice of liberty and freedom, we all have the right to do it. If you're a U.S. citizen, or if you're a liable U.S. citizen to live here, Yeah. you know? Of course we have the right do anything under we have the right to be homeless we have the right to commit crimes we have the right you know we just got to deal with the consequences later right yeah and basically everybody thrives to do you know good things you know but then again some people don't do good things you know sometimes 
you gotta bend somebody's arm because they're being doing something wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It happens. Nobody's perfect. Nah, yeah. You know? It's a balance, you know, how God made it like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's always gonna be that way. There's always gonna be good and evil. Yeah. You choose whichever way you want to live. You know? It's always gonna be that way forever, for eternity. Yeah. It's, it's called the balance of life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything and, has a balance. Yeah, yes, sir. And, and that's how God made life, you know? And people get off on doing good and people get off on doing evil, you know? Yeah. And me, I choose to do good. I mean, believe it or not, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Some people, it's evil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to God, it's evil because I'm her, I'm harming him because he lives in me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be a hypocrite. No, I don't want to burn God, you know what I mean? I know my child of God, but that's another thing I don't understand is that I know God lives in me, but God says, don't question me, right? Don't, don't question who I am, who I is. Just do what you got to do. <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to understand him, so how are you supposed to understand if you don't ask questions? There you go. That's yeah. And so sometimes, you know, I just, like you said, you know, there's good people, there's people that just sometimes they do bad, and it just gets a little crazy. Believe it or not, I'm a firm believer, bro, of the Bible. The word of God, and I believe in heaven and hell. Yeah. I know there is good and there is evil. And, man. I know that I'm not 100% into church. Well, I'm 100% with God, but I'm not 100% like a pastor mm-hmm. preaching the way God wants me to be, you know? It's like I'm living a hypocritic life, you know what I mean? You know? Because I'm smoking, I'm drinking, and it makes me look bad, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I don't think you have to be a uh, a pastor and uh, to to be a good uh, Christian. You can be a good Christian and not ever go to church. It's just all how you believe in God, right? It's it's. Uh... I know without God, I am nothing, bro. Bro. I mean, I know good from wrong, you know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take a five-year-old to figure it out. And what's good, what's bad, you know what I'm saying, you know? So I'm like, that's my choice, my decision. To do good or, you know, to do bad. I mean, you know, and I choose to do good. You know what I mean? Even though I'm out here doing my thing. 
recreational stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but that doesn't make, does that make me a bad guy, you know? No. You know, it's, it's like. To some people, that's medicine. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's self-medicate, you know? But then there's others, they're, they're so unlearned, you know, they're, they don't know. They don't have no experience. You know, they've never been through it. They've never seen it. You know, I mean, my life, God, man. I mean, this is all I know, you know. Believe it or not. But at the same time, I was pushed forward to go to school. You know yeah. You know? You know, it's how we grew up, lowrider. Yeah. Cruising Mooney, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, go to Skletcha, you know? Yeah. Pick up your hind after school, you know what I'm saying? Take it to lunch. You know, man. I remember those days. Take my girlfriend to lunch, you know what I'm saying? Now, when you were when you were with your girlfriend... Take her to the classroom, like, I'll see you after school, baby. Did she know you were doing drugs? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't doing drugs when I was with her. No. No. Going uh. to school. No. I wasn't. I was just a schoolboy. Uh. I wasn't. You know. And then you got married later. Or you had children. What year did you meet her? Man, I don't even remember what year I met her. But uh, it was sometime like in the 80s, eh? Sometime like in the late 80s, I think it was. No, no. Early 90s, somewhere around there. I don't remember, bro. But to me, it seemed like yesterday, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For real. I'm like, oh, God, man. To me, day and night, it's the same thing, you know? How old were you when you met their uh, their mom? My kid's mom? I was probably like, my God, bro. Probably not. Man, I was just a youngster, bro. Probably my, my early 20s, I think it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was probably like 20. 20, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. We're both young. I was like 20, I think. I don't even remember, bro. That's another thing, too. That boggles my mind. I'm like, I can't remember my past history. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't remember my birthdays. You know? What I, if I partied or not? You know? I'm like, what the heck? It's a big blur. It's like a big old blur, bro. Yeah. It's, and I wouldn't remember, all right. Can I remember my... 12th birthday I can't remember it You know what I mean Yeah But I know I did something You know what I'm saying Cause you know Cause I was I was out Freaking saying hey, It's my birthday Let's go party You know what I mean <laughs> You know back in the days it was always, Everybody was always Partying for something Yeah Somebody's birthday Or somebody's You know what I mean Yeah We're always partying For something you know But freaking But yeah bro um, It's a big old blur bro I can't freaking 
serious, bro. I can't even remember. Let me see. Damn, I can't remember my 21st birthday. I know I did something. I know we had a big old party on my 21st birthday, but I just can't picture it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. When it's one of the most freaking numbers that everybody should remember, right? Your 21st birthday, Your 21st yeah. 21st birthday or 18th birthday? Yeah. I can't freaking remember my 18th birthday on my 21st birthday, bro. Man, what the heck did I do, man? What was I partying or what the heck? But yeah, it's weird, bro. And so you, uh, you had three kids, and she moved on, right? She started a different life. Yeah, she left me for another dude, man. Like, and freaking, and I was like, man. I got to meet the dude and, you know, and one day I saw the dude and I was like, I shook his hand and I just looked at him straight in the eyes and says, you know what, thank you, bro. And he's out for what? For taking in my family, man. And I shook his hand. Yeah. And that's the last I saw of him, eh? And then I went to their house looking for my kids. And I got the impression that they didn't want me coming along because I was drinking and smoking weed, you know? Yeah. And like, we don't want you spend time with the kids because you're smoking weed and drinking, you know? It was like, change that or you're not going to be able to see the kids. Yeah. And, man, every time I go pick up my kids, I mean, my girl, she knows me. She, you're drinking, uh, you smell like weed. She's like, no, I'm not going to let the kids go with you in the car, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I just got the impression it's like it's like, you know what? It's if you're gonna stop your drinking, you're doing your drugs, don't come around no more because I don't want you to be the cause of you know any problems. Of any problems, you know? Yeah. And so stop your drinking and all that good stuff and you can have the kids all you want. Meanwhile, if you're drinking, using drugs, you cannot be with the kids. Yeah. And I just gave up, you know, because I didn't want to give up drinking and partying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, but the good thing I did, though, because I know I would have started problems with them, you know what I mean? <laughs> with my drinking and, you know. So I says, man, you know what? I don't want to. I want my kids to have a good life and be safe, you know? 
Yeah. I want her to have be good too, you know. You ever talk to any of your family anymore? Uh, yeah, I still talk to them. Oh yeah, I see them all the time, bro. Do? You? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're always cruising up and down. Okay. Oh yeah, heck yeah, they're. Yeah, like. Yeah, but you know how the black sheep of the family is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I go visit them, they freaking close the doors on me. They freaking. Yeah, that's why I don't even go see them, because, you know, they just. It's they too awkward. Me, they shoot me to the curb, you know? Yeah. It's all good. Because, I mean, in our reality, if I go over there, I'm just going to ask for a shower or something to eat or or get me high or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, dude, man, you know, when do you ever freaking do something for us, you know? Yeah. And that gets old after a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I just stay over here to myself, you know? Yeah, man. It gets kind of crazy sometimes. Doing my own thing, homie, you know? Yeah. But life is good, though, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, though, man. I come a long ways, bro. How's that? You know, people see me as, like, man, this guy's a bum, man. He doesn't shower. His freaking... His beard looks like he's freaking some kind of freaking... Makes him look weird, you know? <laughs> Three people look at me weird, bro. Like, what the heck is wrong with this dude, man? Yeah. Hey, what's up with that beard? All right, dude. So, uh, I thank you for this conversation. Hey, man, you're more than welcome, you're more than welcome bro. I appreciate you. I thank you for everything. Hopefully, uh, I can learn something from you. Uh, well, hopefully, bro, you know, the only one, the only one, the only one I think we can learn something from is God, bro. God is easy almighty. Yeah. Believe it or not, he's listening to me and you right now. Oh, I know he is. Yep. He's watching me and you. He's like my creation. He created me and you. I mean, Godless, what would I feel like if I was God looking down on us and, and to be able to feel everything every human goes through? God feels everything. Yeah. Everything we go through, He feels it. Everything. He understands our pain. He understands everything we go through. Yeah. The, and I'm like, my Lord God, my Heavenly Father.
I know you're there, I can't see you, but I can feel you. Thanks you. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe, we can learn from each other. <laughs>